Hello and a very warm welcome to you wherever you are. This is the new life program coming to you live from the heart of Nairobi. This is Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. We have a great show lined up for you. Thanks for joining us. I am your host, Monica Kamokwa. We are more than glad to have you on board. Now, the first segment will be a health talk by Charles Omondi. He will talk about teeth and gums. Thereafter, Sister Becky Arunga will join us during the Bible segment to talk about love at home. But first things first, here is Faith for Today Quartet with the song In a Little While. Sit tight and enjoy. Let us sing a song that will cheer us by the way. In a little while we're going home. For the night will end in the everlasting day. In a little while we're going home. In a little while, in a little while, we shall call. back dear listener you're listening to the new life program coming to you live from the heart of nairobi this is adventist world radio the voice of hope and now on health talk charles omondi comes to us with more on teeth and gums remember health is wealth stay tuned and be on the know How much attention have you given to your teeth? Did you know that other than being very important accessories, our teeth are also important to us for professional reasons? The health of our teeth largely depends on the health of our gums. Without healthy gums, the teeth cannot stay healthy. Infections in pockets around the gum margin caused by bacteria in plague eventually loosen the sealing of the tooth in the jawbone, leading to infections a disorder commonly referred to as sensitive teeth, pain, difficulty in chewing, and eventually loss of teeth. Teeth are very important accessories. Their most important function is that they help us to eat our food. 
Without a good set of teeth, our nutrition is compromised. Also, the appearance of our teeth is important not just for personal morale, but also for professional reasons. An attractive smile is just as important to someone whose looks are his or her fortunes as any other part of the body. There are two main ways to maintain gum health. These are preventing the accumulation of plague and ensuring good dental habits. These ideas should be instilled into our children as soon as they can learn, as these habits will live with them for life. Children should be discouraged from eating sugary foods as this cause a build-up of plague. Most dentists agree that since we all have different mouths, we all need to come up with a style of brushing our teeth that is suitable for us. The generally recommended technique is a gentle, rapid, short, to-and-from motion in the horizontal plane using the side and edge of the brush. Do not press too hard or seesaw the toothbrush backwards and forwards as this may damage the delicate gum margin. If you cannot brush in between meals, avoid sugary foods. Sugar-free gum is useful as it increases the circulation of saliva in the mouth. Brushing the teeth regularly and frequently is the surest way to maintain and protect the health of the teeth and gums. In addition, each meal also requires the ritual of flossing to remove food particles that are lodged in spaces between the teeth. Dental sticks, or toothpicks as they are commonly known, are not very advisable as they cause small injuries to the gums. Dental flows has to be used carefully in order not to damage the delicate margin of the gum. Wind a 10 to 15 centimeter length of flows around the first two fingers of each hand. Slide it gently down between two teeth, pressing it against the side of the mouth. Then swing it upwards, pressing against the side of the other tooth and removing any debris with it. Let me now talk about how to care for our teeth. Children whose teeth and bones are still forming need to have an adequate intake of vitamin D and calcium in their diets. One of the effects of high level of circulating estrogen and progesterone that occurs during pregnancy is softening of gum margins. For this reason, you should visit the dentist once or twice during pregnancy to ensure that all is well. Our diet affects the health of our gums and teeth. Tooth decay is mainly caused by sweet sugary foods. For healthy teeth, avoid the consumption of such foods. Studies show that damage to your teeth occurs within 20 minutes of consuming such foods. Safe snacks would include any fresh raw fruits and vegetables, nuts or cheese. Cheese is a particularly good way to end a meal because it stimulates the production of saliva. Saliva in turn prevents the formation of plague acid, which is caused by bacterial fermentation of sugar in the diet. This plague is what causes food decay. Fluoride, in all its forms, protects the teeth against decay. It is most effective if the fluoride is incorporated into the teeth during their development. The best way of taking in fluoride is drinking water. Also, make sure you use fluoride toothpaste when brushing your teeth. Smoking upsets the natural bacterial flora in the mouth, causes an unpleasant odor, and stains the teeth, mouth and even the skin surrounding the lips. It also increases the risk of gum disease and mouth cancers.
What then should we consider when choosing our toothbrush? The toothbrush should have a short handle so that it is easy to control the head of your brush. The handle of the brush should be straight without any bends so that you can direct the head accurately. The head should be small to fit well into the nooks and crannies of the mouth. The bristles should also be short. The heads of the bristles should be accurately flat. Never buy a toothbrush with serrated bristles. Choose a toothbrush with medium bristles as hard ones tend to injure the gums. Lastly, brush your teeth twice a day and replace your toothbrush every six weeks or as soon as the bristles lose their shape. Get in touch with us through the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 42276, code 001000, Let us know your thoughts on the show, and while you are at it, here is an item, God is Love, from Faith for Today Quartet. Making the air vocal with their hands 
Dear listener, thanks for choosing our station. We are because you are. And now, please join me as I welcome Sister Becky for the Bible segment. Her message today is Love at Home. Be blessed. How beautiful it is for brethren to dwell together in unity and peace. Surely God has enabled us to enjoy the blessings of heaven in our families. There is beauty when there is love at home. I am Becky Arunga. Let us pray. Eternal Father, your light is made manifest in our lives. As we study your word daily, Help us to grow in the similitude of Jesus Christ. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Beloved of God, I do not tire to study the word of God. And I thank God that you have found time as well, that together we may learn and be molded into the image of Jesus. Job is my meditation this day. I hope it be yours as well. Chapter 1, verse Four and five. We have been given an opening statement regarding the character of Job. As a blameless man, upright, fears God and shuns evil. How does the upright man who fears God and shuns evil relate with his family? You know, sometimes have some of us have thought that to be a friend of God or to be a Christian in verity means that we have a sort of clinical, emotionless relationship. But that is not the case with Job. He is a man who we can learn a lot from regarding filial relations and how we are the burden bearers of the families that we are put in. Surely Job Chapter 1, verse 4 says, And his sons would go and feast in their houses, each on his appointed day, and would send and invite their three sisters to eat and drink with them. 
So it was when the days of feasting had run their course that Job would send and sanctify them, and he would rise early in the morning and offer burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said, It may be that my sons have sinned and cast God in their hearts. Thus Job did regularly. Beloved, I am amazed at this man in the sense that in the society that we live in right now, people are given to feasting, drinking, and eating. But how many parents, elders, guardians take the opportunity to daily present their children or the, the people they have guardianship, they exercise guardianship over and present them before God in prayer? Just perchance, if maybe during their feastings and drinkings, they might have cast God. There is a responsibility here that every parent, every elder, every guardian has. In the sense that it is not enough to look at your children feasting and drinking and leaving them to their own devices. It is not enough to look at them going about their feastings and parties and lamenting over the situation. No. One thing we can learn from Job is, yes, he had no control over the children feasting, drinking, and doing all that they were doing. But this one thing he was doing is that once their days of feastings were over, he would sanctify them before God. He would rise early in the morning and offer burnt offerings according to the number of them all. Essentially to mean that for each child, he offered an offering. My dear parent, my dear elder, my dear guardian, as you're listening this day, what concise steps are you taking to shield your children from the wrath of God on account of their misdoings and their misgivings? What are you offering before God daily? Are you lamenting about your children or you're genuinely offering a prayer and confessing on behalf of them that God may have remorse upon their lives and lead them to the path of truth? Of Job, it is said that his chief consideration was to be blameless, upright, to eschew or shun evil and to fear God. His fear of God led him to ensure that his family was also upright with God. How many families in our day are having people who are divided in the sense that whereas one group believes in God, the other one shuns God extremely. And at the end of the day, we have a clinical or rather emotionless form of relationship. I see Job engaging deeply and being moved with compassion. He did not want his children to die on account of their sin. So the compassion that he had for their state that they had ensured that he ministered to their needs. And that was by praying for them and offering a sacrifice every morning regularly on their behalf. I don't know what we are doing for our friends. I don't know what we are doing for our loved ones. But there is beauty when there is love at home. Love cannot be found where sin abounds. We need 
to daily seek the face of God in prayer, confessing our sins, making known unto him that which we desire, because our God is a faithful God. Just as he did with Job, just as he answered the prayer of Job whenever he called, he is able to answer our prayer. One thing that we need to know is that our Christianity does not lie in us being emotionless and having clinical relationships. This one thing stands, the greatest argument in favor of the gospel is a loving and lovable Christian. Each one of us should find a way of ensuring that we minister to the needs of others. Daniel in Israel, when he received the message, the prophetic vision from God, he went before God in prayer, confessing not only his sin, but also the sin of Israel. We are in our nations. Many are the things that are happening contrary to the will of God. It is the duty of every Christian daily make an offering, table it before God on your own behalf, on behalf of your family, and on behalf of your nation. The promise of God is sure. In a nation, there are people who do not know God. But God has made it possible that the entire nation be saved on account of those who are willing to seek his face. Second Chronicles chapter 7 verse 14 is a statement that every believer should accept on behalf of their nation. God is saying, if my people who are called by my name, are you called by the name of God? God, Jesus Christ, is called Christ. Are you called a Christian? Are you called by his name in the sense that you are a Christian by virtue of associating with Christ? Now God says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Beloved, when we are able to call upon the name of the Lord, if he heals our land, it is not only the land of the Christian, but even they around him benefit. If we pray and seek the face of the Lord and humble ourselves, if we have an abundance of harvest, it benefits the entire nation. If he sends rain, it rains on both the wicked and the faithful. The air freely given is breathed by all the faithful and the wicked alike. The sunlight shines on both the wicked and the faithful. God is saying, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face. Beloved, let us seek the face of God, not only on a, for our sake, but for the sake of others as did Job. I pray that God may give us a burden in our heart, that we may bear the burdens of other people and lift them up before God, if and only that God may hear their prayer. Be as it may, each of us has a duty to pray and seek the face of God. Let us pray. Lord God Almighty, thank you for your loving kindness and for the assurance that you are with us. 
We praise and honor your name for reminding us of the duty to intercede for our brethren. Thank you for calling us to stand in the gap for our nations, Lord. I pray that you may give us the burden in our hearts daily to understand that we have a duty to play and a role that is important for the sake of your kingdom. Now bless us and keep us safe till we meet again in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you very much for finding time to be in God's presence. May the Lord bless you and keep you till we meet again. Be blessed. for staying tuned throughout the show. I hope you blessed just like I was. Don't forget to send us your views, comments, or questions about the show to the producer, Adventist World Radio, PO Box 42276-00100-Nairobi-Kenya-Email-us-at-awr-nairobi-at-eku.adventist.org. Until next time, I have been your host, Monica Kamokwa. May the Lord bless you. Let us sing a song that will cheer us by the way. In a little while we're going home. For the night will end in the everlasting day. In a little while we're going home. In a little Across the billows foam, we shall meet at last when the stormy winds are past. In a little while, we're going home. There's a rest beyond, there's relief from every in a little while we're going home, and no tears shall fall in that city bright and fair. In a little while we're going home. In a little. Across the billows fall, we shall meet at last when the stormy winds are past. In a little while, we're going home. Our Father.
Oh 